Rabbi Israel Salanta once overheard a conversation in which a man moaned in Yiddish, Das Leben is a cholom. Life is a dream. Annoyed at what he had heard, the rabbi interrupted and said, That's only true if you're asleep all the time. Well, few of us are asleep all the time, but we often work our way through our lives hoping that we can live out our dreams. Nevertheless, for many, an existential moment of pain and loss arrives. When we realize that we have not and we will not live our dreams. In The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald poignantly comments on how we are constantly pulled back to what we once longed for, as he said, year by year, it recedes before us. And so he concludes, we beat on boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. Book of Dreams, the subtitle of Genesis, is derived from three Torah portions, Vayetze, Vayeshev, and Miketz, the Torah portions traditionally read in the Hebrew month of Kislev when Hanukkah is celebrated. Just as the ancient Israelites attached great importance to dreams, we fix our eyes on memories and celebrations of this holiday season long gone in order to better reflect on how our dreams turned out. By way of example, sequel, Sarah Henderson's Hayes poem offers the overview of the relationship between beauty and the beast and the outcome of, the, of beauty's dreams of a young woman who once walked beside an unattractive but loving beast. And there in the beast's place stood a handsome prince, dashing and elegant from head to toes. So they were married, and thus the story goes. They lived henceforth in great magnificence and in the public eye. She christened ships, cut ribbons, sponsored fairs of arts and sciences. He opened parliament, made speeches, went on trips. In short, it was the happiest of alliances. But watching him glitter, listening to him talk, sometimes the princess grew perversely sad and thought of the good beast who used to walk, her, walk beside her in the garden and who had such gentle eyes and such a loving arm to shield her from the briars and keep her warm. Rabbis and cantors often see what happens to people's hopes and dreams at life's high points, 
a bar or bat mitzvah, a naming, college, marriage, childbirth, career paths, good fortune, charmed lives. But they're also present when hopes are dashed, failed marriages, ill-fated choices, poor judgment, unsuccessful ventures, premature death. Rabbis and cantors listen to people who say, I dreamt that one day, or I thought it would turn out to be different. Why don't people ever see what happens before it happens? Why doesn't beauty ever get to know what will happen when the beast becomes the handsome prince? Angela McBride, in her book, The Growth and Development of Mothers, mourns the loss of the dream she brought to marriage and to motherhood. Here I am. My mother and father are proud of me because I married a non-alcoholic PhD of the same religion. <laughs> Ladies Home Journal would be proud of me for going to Europe for the first time on my honeymoon and having the man of my dreams point out to me the pleasures of France and Italy. The natural childbirth people should be proud of me because I use the various breathing exercises during labor and delivery and nurse both of my babies. My pediatrician is proud of me because both children have gotten immunizations at the approved time. My friends are proud of me because we bought a house with an unusually low mortgage rate. I can cook fancy meals, keep track of relatives' birthdays, and give at children's parties without the guests crying. I have a loving, understanding husband, two pretty and bright children, and I regularly feel like screaming why didn't anyone ever tell me that no one ever lives happily ever after? Why do fairy tales always end with the prince and princess marrying? Why don't they tell you what happens to the couple in the next 50 years? How did the prince and princess feel when the babies started coming? Did Cinderella ever wake up in the morning to the cry of her baby feeling as evil and fussy as her stepsisters? How much growing up did the prince and princess have to do to help their own children grow up? Rabbi Dove Taylor, a lifelong cherished friend of mine, wrote about the loss of a dream in a moving sermon entitled, When Dreams Die. His touching comments and thoughts are a source of both reflection and inspiration. When I was a kid, I loved model trains. My father, my father bought my brother and me a train set, American Flyer, a locomotive, a tender, and three cars, a loop of track, and a transformer. We lived in a small apartment, so the train stayed in a box all year long until winter vacation. Then for two weeks, I was in heaven. I could play with the trains on the living room floor, at night, I would take the layout apart and slide it gently under the sofa, and at the end of vacation, back into the box, it would go for another year. 
When I was a teenager, I added a set of remote switch tracks and a few other accessories, but it was still a once-a-year thing. I dreamt of having the space to build a real HO layout that I could share with my own kids someday. A dozen years ago, I actually began building one in our finished basement room in our house. My kids were only mildly interested, but I hoped that would change, and I got busy with other things. And it did change, but not in the way I had hoped. A few years ago, my son moved his bed into that finished basement and asked me sweetly if I minded dismantling the long, untouched layout because he is a musician and he wanted the space for making music. Dismantling the layout. He may as well have asked me to dismantle my heart. Of course, they were my dreams, not his. He had dreams of his own, and they didn't involve model railroading. Moving out the trains to make room for musical instruments represented giving up my dreams to make room for his. I knew it was the right thing to do, and I did it with a brave smile. But it broke my heart because the most important aspect of it for me was not model railroading itself, but the fantasy that it represented of sharing the kind of closeness with my children I never had with my father and my inability to get my kids interested represented to me at the time my failure as a father. We do not always get what we want in life, a sad and even intolerable thought to some. But what matters most is what we do when we do not get what we want. What we do with the lemons when they arrive unannounced and unanticipated. Although they can easily sour everything, we can also make lemonade and enjoy its bittersweet aromatic flavor. But suggesting that we simply make lemonade out of life's lemons is cheap advice and not particularly useful. I wish that I had happily ever after pills that could be distributed to those whose melting or shattered dreams are in need of repair. The prophet Zechariah, Zechariah, referred to Israelites as Asirei Tikva, prisoners of hope. The challenge for failed dreams is to find hope among ashes, to dream new dreams on the graves of yesterday's disappointments. In both good times, and especially when the pain of exile seemed too much to bear, our people dreamed of next year in Jerusalem. Next year in Jerusalem when we would be a free people in a land our own. No matter how remote, no matter how improbable, no matter how unrealistic or preposterous that dream might have seemed at so many times in history, those words echoed in the hearts and minds of generations of Jews who knew that they would not realize this dream in their lives, but nevertheless 
They did not rest until that dream became a reality for their children's children's children. We are all part of a larger dream. And we are all co-workers in helping us, helping those who come after us realize their dreams, which they may be empowered to build on a thousand failed dreams. Isn't that what the festival of Hanukkah teaches us? We gaze into the lights of the menorah and we hope sometimes even against hope, for the fulfillment of aspirations and dreams for a better life, a better world. We hope to be strengthened by the wonders and miracles wrought for us and our ancestors in years past and in our own time. Amen.